Episode 6 of the Just Saying Podcast, Everyday Conversations, as I almost slip off the chair and fall. Uh, as always, luckily, luckily we got him in. Our co-host, my co-host, our co-host and friend, Mr. Paul Vato. How are you, sir? Wonderful. I find myself in Los Angeles this week. I know. What do you do? Well, okay, so the other guy, wait, see, I told you I do this. It's like slide. I'm pointing this always backwards. We have a guest. We're ignoring you for a minute. Just sit there and smile like you do. You're okay. a wonderful, wonderful man. Don't say anything. Not, oh, my God. This is going to be good. What are you doing in L.A.? L.A.? What are you doing in Los Angeles? You were in Pasadena. I got hired to do a TV show, which I, I can't really reveal right now because it's one of these shows that you have to wait till it airs to reveal. But I had, I had uh, to work yesterday, but because of COVID safety protocols, which is great, I had to. I came in on Saturday because I had to be at uh, the Hilton, Universal Hilton, at nine in the morning to do a COVID test, and then you get it back online. It says you know that you're negative, and then you're cleared to work. Uh, and then it worked on Monday, which was uh, yesterday. But I've, if you've if you've seen my TikTok, I've started using TikTok. You know because that's what I need another social media platform to waste time on. And this TikTok. <laughs> Uh, it's, it, it works pretty well. And so, so my friend Del Zamora, who's, who's an actor, he was in uh, he was in Repo Man. He was in RoboCop. That's where he kind of started his career. But he's he's a prolific actor and he's done a lot of work. Um, and uh, so, so I lived with him 20 years ago when I first moved to to L.A. He was gracious enough to to put me up back then. And now I feel like we've come full circle. You know, uh, 20 years later, I'm, I'm right back right back where I started. He's not uh, in the same place, is he? I mean, he's got, you know, he's, he's not in the same place, is he? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, uh, of, of uh, rent control, I mean, there's oh, no okay. way to find him. Uh, I thought uh, maybe, <laughs> you know, he made a couple of bucks. He was getting those residual checks, like residual. He was getting money from the studio after they replayed things, and I thought maybe, you know, he gussied up the place or got one of those big mansions or something like that. So he's still right in the rent control, socking that money into a coffee can and buried in the backyard. That's <laughs> Well, not in the backyard because somebody's going to find it since uh, it's an apartment complex. But yeah, there's yeah, no backyards. <laughs> this is LA, man. Well, now <laughs> that he stepped in, we might as well introduce our guest, and I will introduce you, Paul. This is Matt Martin. He is a Hello. fellow improviser. Um, he's on a well. We'll let him talk about it. But basically, all I can tell you about him, and we'll find out the rest together, is that he's a great human being, just like most human beings. He has I am everyday definitely human. Definitely you are human. human. You're a great guy. I met, uh, we met at the improv shop. Yeah. Actually, I, you know, the first time I think I actually talked to you was, oh my God, we were downtown. We were taking the shows at different bars and everything. And there was one down near Soulard. Do you remember this? No. I, oh. My memory is trash. Oh, serious mental problems, so I don't. Oh, well, I you borrowed twenty dollars, and I never did get it back, and I was kind of pissed off. But that's not the point. No, I understand that. Actually, no. I do kind of remember you punching me. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's probably had something to do with it. No, it was actually. When you want, if you ever go to the to my Facebook page or whatever, and I put it up on occasion, it is funny that uh, 
I was with, I think we were, I was with Menagerie at the time was the group. And you were there with somebody mm. else. We had all done something. They had a volleyball court out back, a couple of volleyball courts. Oh, Do you yeah. know what I'm talking uh, I can't remember the name of the place. Bar 101 or something like that. Yeah, I think is something like called. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. had a great yeah, show. Yeah, you and, and I, Laura. Well, we had seen each other on stage. Yeah. Never really talked because the improv shop was in the old place at the time, uh, uh, what, off of Euclid. And, you know, people did their stuff and out the door they went. And I was complimenting Matt. I really liked his stuff. And he's like, you always scared me. And I'm like, what do you mean I always scared you? He's like, you're a big guy. Matt's my size. It's just he has that he has that karma that people go, what a nice guy. They see me and they're like, asshole. I don't like that guy. I don't like well, that guy already. It's because you're always carrying that Bowie knife. Well, that's, that's probably true. it. Yes, it yeah. is. But what you actually took, so Laura and I were doing, Laura asked, I can't, I just get nervous when I hear her name. Uh, Laura and I were doing a scene, uh, we were like outside an elevator or something, I don't remember what it was. But you were snapping some pictures. And she mm -hmm. came up with a great line. Uh, I like high risk things, like when I got this coffee, it was really hot. And you had put that on the picture, and I used that in the advertising for the, for the, uh, for my coffee company. Oh, nice. So yeah, that was, you're not getting any money for it, but thank you. I don't get for, any money for anything I do, that's fair. You got money from me, you borrowed 20 bucks, you never paid it back. Well, but, right, you punched me in that. the face. Don't worry about it, there was no VIG on the loan anyway. Oh, okay, fair. All right. Now it's a loan, now it's a loan. <laughs> you'll be indebted to me for life because you'll never pay me back. No. You're like, I need some fries and a, and a, and a light beer. I'm like, okay, here you go. Don't forget the tip. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> they knew it was coming from you. No, they did. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's... Yes, I do remember that because it was Bar 101. And I think it was... Uh, I forget who was running it at the time, but it eventually turned into... Uh, Stephanie K. Howes, I think, was running it at the time, and they were doing... It was the bunker, I think, is what they it was is the before bunker, the bunker. That was the name, yes. The bunker. Yeah, before they before they moved it over to the improv shop for that. It was it was a cute little stage, and it was fun to do something in a in a different place. Oh yeah, uh, there was a couple of different spots we used to do some things at. Foam, I think they're out of business. They were on Cherokee Street. It was yeah. Saying we'd show up. Paul, you, they, you Paul's big time. Paul started salsation in Chicago. He, He's a big time improviser, not like us one of these. Nice. You don't you don't have to Paul, do you have to do you still get the bug and like go go bum around somewhere and uh, and improvise? Yeah, I I have, but just you know, with everything being shut down for the past year and a half. But I'm you don't go out and like intentionally get sick and like like I'm gonna go fuck everything and just go on stage and breathe other people's uh mist. Yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> But I did find Clubhouse, so I've been on Clubhouse a lot. And there have been a few improv rooms in Clubhouse where we've done, like, improv shows. Uh, almost uh, there, there was this this uh, show that we used to do called The Bat, which was, you know, basically the house lights were, would start on and then they would, they would shut off and you would improvise in complete darkness. Everybody would be sitting. You know, there was no danger of running into each other. So was, everyone on stage was also sitting. So it was more like a like an improvised radio show, yeah. and uh, that lends itself pretty well to Clubhouse since it's an audio only social app. Oh, so is that how that works? 
I didn't. Yeah, I, yes. I knew about it, but I didn't know what like how how it all worked out. Is it? Is it? Does it feel good? Like, is it? Does it seem like everybody gets to talk and like uh, interrupt each other the way you do in the bat, where like twelve people talk at the same time and like one of them bursts forward with their cool cool sound? Yeah, but but uh, I think this clubhouse app is really teaching people how to talk. Uh, in a more civilized manner, and and there's not as much interruptions because you do have to unmute yourself when you're going to speak. But sometimes they're also doing like improv games where everyone's mic is off, and like the, you know, like the improv game where you count to ten or you know you have to count to twenty. Your group does without without talking over each other, and every time you do talk over each other, you start over. So mm-hmm. it helps you know people with with listening and talking and not over talking. Uh, and right. you know, and, it, and it's of course it's funny because you're you're an 18, and somebody's like nine, nine ten, and two people talk. You're like, oh, let's start over. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, but 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 yeah, of of course. Uh, so if you keep your mic on, you can you can see when somebody's about to speak because they'll unmic themselves. Uh, mm. And uh, and Christopher's been on, in a few clubhouses, but uh, I don't know if you. I'm if practicing right now, just listening. I just... just listen. Yeah, don't interrupt, please. I'm just. Kidding, uh, but uh, when you first walk in, you're in the audience, and then you can move up to the stage, and then you can be a moderator. So it's I think Twitter's doing the same thing with Twitter Spaces, and uh, you know IG. You can bring in other people, but the nice thing is there's no video, so you can do it in your underwear. You pick your nose. I'm proud. And... Well, okay, I don't know if I pick my nose. I do it in my underwear. <laughs> it's cool though when they bring you up on stage. You just feel like you know you want to come up on stage. You're like yeah. I do and my we'll own little cheer. I mute my mic, and I'm like, <sighs> but it's fun. It's a different, I, you know, I, I've tuned in a couple times without Paul. It's hard to get into somewhere without Paul being on that room or whatever. Uh, he's, you really are on that thing. Um, and it's, it's kind, kind of, of fun. Deal. It's kind of, and I like to, you know, it's, I, I, I audit. Audistically, can I use that word? Yeah, we'll make it up. Audistically, I'm an audistic voyeur. I don't like to talk a lot in Clubhouse, but I love to hear what people have to say. Some of the rooms are how to get cast. Some of the rooms are working on improving your social media and stuff. I haven't been in one of the improv rooms yet. But, yeah, I like listening. I just, it's, it's amazing what you can learn. It, you know, I have never been at Clubhouse, but uh, just the way you talk about it, it almost sounds like those old-time forums where, like, or message boards where, but only like uh, with audio instead with audio. of, yeah, I mean, yeah, or or, a, or like a like a large-scale Zoom call, but just audio. Uh, and if you're old enough to remember the old things, that's almost almost I think what it is, where people would call in on their phone, and you would randomly speak with with strangers. But then with Clubhouse, you know, of course, you, you have your profile. So they can click on your profile and they click over to your Instagram if they want to send you a message. So the profile is very important as well so that people know who you are, uh, you know, what you're interested in, what you have to offer and, and what, what you might be interested in. So, you know, mine might say it's seeking representation. But the first things that say it's, you know, actor, improviser, voiceover artist, entrepreneur. And then, you know, if they're like, oh, OK, this person seems interesting. You can click on the rest of their bio. And read it. So it's it's uh, it was bringing social media and and audio together. And it's, I mean, it, it's been great. I because of that, I found an agent here in L.A. And that's part of the reason I'm here working. So oh, even nice. if that's the only thing that happens, it was it was fantastic. And that was like after being on there for a couple of weeks. 
I've been on it for two months. No, not really. I just got a new phone. But honestly, I got to get somebody to write me a bio because I've got like, you know, two people. They're interested. I just copy people's stuff and put it on there. That's yeah, I'm I produced the Titanic. I was one of the big money guys on that movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Talking to Carpenter about doing a remake of the thing. I'm telling you, it's just gonna be unbelievable. And they're just like, Yeah, we you know and they kicked me out of the room. They're just like, You gotta leave, you big liar. Well, you didn't do I understand. It's cause he carries a bowie knife everywhere. It was a gift. <laughs> Even on stage, you would carry a knife yeah. on stage? Yes. Oh, oh yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do not step on my scene. If I've got a good monologue going and I see you out of the corner with my lazy eye coming over to do something, mm-mm, just... Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I, I think okay. what's more menacing is whenever he starts to just tap it randomly while you're talking. He's just tapping the side of that blade, and it's just it's really unnerving. I think that's yeah. probably the worst part about about him carrying that around. I wish I had that when I lent you $20. Oh, I, I'm glad you didn't. Why don't you take a picture, make a nice little saying I could use that later. Call it even. Yeah, yeah. There there you go. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, I was... I think the weird thing about this whole pandemic is so many, like, people in comedy had to learn technology, like, really, really fast. You know that one kid that was always the slowest in the group? That's me. me. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? Well, Paul, you weren't on. And, and Paul knows. I can't do anything technology-wise. So I have the, I have a great... This I am going to... Because I didn't get to email you Matt's bio. I'm going to send that to you. But I had to show him I blew it up. I still got an 8x10 large font, 26 times New Roman. That's all I can do. I can't do any of that. <laughs> but it's true, though, because... I mean, it's both a bless, blessing and a curse with, with you know, uh, submitting, you know, self-submitting. The nice thing is, I mean, if it wouldn't have been for that, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to submit from, realistically, I would not be able to submit from Las Vegas. Because right. even, even only being two and a half hours away, or, you know, three and a half hours from L.A., it's still almost out of sight, out of mind. Well, no, Vado lives in Vegas. Uh, where, whereas now, because, because there is no choice, you can submit from Vegas or from anywhere really in the country. And as you know, and then usually your callback is also probably via Zoom, so then you, you can do your callback. And if you get hired, then you as long as you can make it to, to LA or New York or wherever it works, as long as you can get there, you know, the three four days before. And of course, it helps if you have a place to you know to stay. Uh, so like that, I'm, I'm going to submit some stuff for Chicago because you know my mom lives there. So if, if I get hired, I'll just fly out to Chicago, uh, get in early because they are you know COVID testing. Which is great. Like I said, I did mine on Saturday, and apparently, I was, so I was working at CBS Radford, and apparently, I mean, it's probably one of the safest places because every single employee that comes into work gets tested every day, so they're tested every day and they get their temperature checked every day. So it's probably one of the safest places because, and you know, of course, everyone's wearing masks and a shield, or you know, so so they're right. definitely practicing. All, okay, all you this. guys keep talking. I'm going to lean here for a second. Yeah, that sounds good. You, you you just take off. We'll see you later, Christopher. So what are they? <laughs> well, I mean, for, for, for like my experience with like the technology is I was, I was, uh, I was coaching like a, a, a team, right. And, you know, and they're, and they're trying to do their own thing, figuring it out. And 
you know, you'll read like that old Viola uh, Spawn stuff where she's like, oh, you know, the whole purpose of of this is of the sort of warm ups and things is just to get people to have icebreakers and like, you know, interact with each other. And so I was like, well, what's one thing that's like really, really hard to do with technology that could get people giggling? And I was like, well, let's do pass the clap because, you know, why not? I mean, you, how, how can you make eye contact and then say, oh, I'm going to pass the clap with you over Zoom? And usually, I mean, the way the team was structured, I was, I was uh, coaching size queens. So and the way their team structured is they have a visit a person improvised with them that they don't normally have. And so one of their warm-ups was just always like, okay, uh, I'm gonna pass, I'm gonna pass, is it ready? Are you ready? Uh, and then they, you know. We did it just now, but you're on we the did white it. screen. We did it, we were like. We did it. And you, and, and yeah, like I'm gonna do it backwards because I'm like, oh wait, there you are. Okay, there we go. We're, oh yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're yeah. X-flip. Uh, yeah, okay, there oh, yeah. we go. <laughs> Hold on, blatant plug. Hey, thanks, Key. That's Key, everybody. Nobody and, gets to uh, see Key except for the guest and the co-host, but she brought me my coffee. What coffee? Nice. Snappy Bigman coffee. It's great coffee, Snappy just saying. Okay, now, now we're done. Now, the thing okay, is... So I can't get the... Wait, I gotta get the... There we go. There we go. That's good. Oh, yeah. Make sure people okay. see it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I know I got to turn it the right way. I'm just gonna go back to the sex up. I was doing this earlier, and we're like, yeah, yeah it was nice. George Hamilton. You could really see his chest. Hey, you know what? We were gonna start. I don't know. A couple episodes ago, we we're gonna bring the boy band back, and oh yeah, I'm telling you, sexy baby. <laughs> so anyway, Paul, you in? Um, <laughs> we're thinking of approaching Hollywood and read uh, Magic Mike three. We'll just skip it yeah, right well, over to Triple X, Triple XL. Yeah, yeah Triple XL. There you go. That's the rating on that one. Triple XL. We bring it big. We bring it big, ladies. That's right. That's right. But I, I think you know to touch to to come back around and as far as technology goes, it forced everyone to become directors, producers, uh, editors. So yeah. I think in the grand scheme of things. It's, I mean, it's, it's good because then you learn all those, all those things. And this is, this self-taping isn't going away. I think they've, you know, the, the casting directors that I've spoken to, they're basically saying, um, you know, they're able to see so much more people. And, uh, and I, you know, so, 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 cause they're getting submissions from, from everywhere and, and just a lot more of them. So maybe, maybe it was all a blessing in disguise that, and of course I don't miss having to drive to uh, Santa Monica on a Friday at 4 p.m., you know, to, to do a casting from Las Vegas, in L.A. Even from L.A., it would take me, you know, it will take an hour, hour and a half to get out to Santa Monica. And I just remember oh, there was God. one audition that way. I was like 4:30 on a Friday. Like, what are you guys insane? You're not going like, to right. L.A. at 4:30 on a Friday. I do not you miss. I do not miss o'clock. Los Angeles. Like, yeah. I lived. I lived in Anaheim for. I think four, four to six years. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Would you get and, out from behavior? What the hell? How were you uh, in California? Go ahead, though. I, I think, Cal well, California, I think it was eight years. But I started off in Anaheim, uh, Was uh, did, like, a pr production internship for, like, at the old United Artists lot. 
and like just did some random stuff and then moved to San Diego and then up to uh, San Francisco. And man, one thing I love, one thing I love is that road from, is, is whenever you drive from like LA to San Diego and everybody's going a hundred and like the speed limit is 60 and they're all like, we're going a hundred here. But if you go to Northern California, they'll bust you for five over. But at Southern California, they're like, just make sure you're going at the same speed as the rest of them. It's fine. <laughs> it's so dumb. I, I got off on traffic. I'm sorry. That's My okay. bad. No, it's good. That's good. Wow. So California, you're eight years out in California? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We were, well, so I've moved a lot. So after I got uh, so I was raised in Iowa, moved to uh, about halfway through college, uh, moved to Florida, Orlando to do like a, an internship with Disney because they have like their college internship program. And uh, while I was in Orlando, that was my first experience with uh, improv because they had a, a little theater like in downtown and spent some time there like like just just helping out because they had like an internship program there too and then uh from there my wife got in uh got into graduate school in chicago so we went to chicago and i finished up my theater degree there and did uh some stage management for like different small productions oh, wow. and then went over to yeah, Anaheim uh, did an internship uh, with uh, Endgame Entertainment, which was um, they do like financing, like they would do like the gap financing for uh, companies that needed to finish up a movie, but they didn't have like the, they ran the two out million of, dollars. Ran yeah, out. Like, like they ran out of, like a little bit, but they needed just a little bit more to like get over the get over the hump. So they do these loans where they would get paid back first before anybody else would. And so that's how they kind of made their money. And it was, it was kind of neat for the few months I was there to like do that. And then just kind of bounced around California for a little bit, working at <laughs> weird things and tried to shoot a movie there. And then I was like, then, then I ended up in a mental hospital and we came to St. Louis. <laughs> hey, good for you. That's nice. Yeah, this is the mental hospital. That's pretty much. That was like they're like they're like okay, we could keep you here. We could keep you here in like San Francisco in our small mental hospital, or you could go to the larger venue in Saint, that is St. Louis. And I was like, let's do that one. More, what what year? Think, when were you in uh, in the on the West Coast? What years or how long ago? Oh, uh, man, it was like eight years ago. Because my daughter, okay. it's a little over eight years ago. I think it was like, yeah, I think it was like nine, ten years ago. Because my daughter's eight now, so okay. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, so you're just a recent transplant to, uh, yeah, St. Louis then. And I, and I'm ready to move again. Like honestly, these last couple of years, I've just been like itching to move. Because I, I, I'm just, I can't. It feels like eight years is like my heart. I got out of the country. I haven't seen all of it yet. <laughs> we can always just log in. I miss you. 
I, yeah. You got any furniture you want to give away? Just let Joe Tank know. He'll post it. That'll be good. He's got the no, cool stuff, though. I, I, I met you fresh off the boat, then. Yeah, pretty much. Can we say phrases? I don't yeah. care. Can we say phrases like that? I don't care. F-O-B. Fresh it's off the TV boat. This, I thought this kid, what, what, you know what? When, when, when I meet him, he's just, he's, like I say, he's just a, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You're okay? And I'm like, well, this is a Midwest boy, which Iowa, but, you know, you moved yeah. out from there, and then you were East Coast in it, West Coast in it. Okay, well, Orlando, I mean, but... see, that's the thing, because I'm always, like, really good about going up to people and saying, hey, I like that thing you did, which throws everybody off, because they're not used to that. They're not used to someone just going, hey, I, I liked your thing. It was kind of a shock <laughs> like... for you, because I was like, really good, because I liked it, too. And he was just like, I don't know what to say now. What an egotistical bastard. No wonder nobody <laughs> talks to him at the shop. <laughs> Why is this guy tan? He's going to be yep. unbuttoning his shirt soon, doing that while I'll be dancing. But no, I didn't. Mike I didn't know XXL. that. Are you, so you're just there. So where you look? Where, where you thinking of? Uh, you're just so dreamy. I got to sit like this and look at you. What? Uh, where are you thinking of going? Gaze into my eyes. Uh, well, funny enough, we're thinking about Minnesota. Like my wife and I are like looking at it, and we're even planning like a camping trip to go to like a bunch of different cities out there to see if any of them are interesting. But, I've been to Minnesota. But, you know what? It is really nice. I just had to go up there on business. But it is. I, you know what? So between Wisconsin, I liked. But Madison, I really liked. And then mm -hmm. Minneapolis, St. Paul. It was great. Uh, but it's up north. For me, that's just it's too far up north. I could there's... summer there because summer gets to be about 72 on a high in July. <laughs> I could so what's do your the perfect wintertime. temperature? What's the temperature? Is it winter? Is that the, it's the it's the two feet of snow that gets you, or is it the, the, the temperature? It's the temperature. It's the temps. When I had a call up there in Chicago and uh, Wisconsin, and, and the wind blowing and just, and it's a wet cold. I can't do that anymore. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts my knees. It hurts your, my... Your, your oh, face freezes. Oh, my and like, God. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but Minnesota was was nice. Was um, I always got to tie in a story? Not really, I just make it up. But uh, I got I got, huh, I got muck on my cup. I got a little schmutz over here. I got to clean it up. So we're in we're in Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul, because a friend of my son's, Jonathan, was getting married. They'd gone to high school together, and he invited us up for the wedding, and. Uh, my son went, he was one of the groomsmen, one of the best men. I don't know. Looked good in a suit, though. So we decided to go. We really liked Cliff. He was a great guy. So we're downtown. We meet the kids. They were having a brunch before the wedding or whatever. And we're down there, and I thought, you know what? Nickelodeon did those statues. And when I was in Chicago, I never could find the Bob Newhart statue. And so they did the Mary Tyler Moore statue where she throws her hat in the air. So we got to find it. And we're... Got GPS out, we're on the phone, and it says, you're here. And we don't see this thing at all. And so we actually walk in the store, and we're like, where's the Mary Tyler Moore statue? They're like, behind the, behind the stoplight. We're like, oh, we get over to it? Oh, my God. Not a good-looking good statue. I'm like, oh. But, yeah. I, up, are you gonna, what are you going to do, make a living pike fishing up there? Uh, I don't make a living at all. Like, uh -huh. I'm a stay-at-home dad. 
my my wife is the one with all the monies. So I, I, I don't have to do anything other than keep the kids alive and not scar them too much, which is a, it's a lot, but especially for me, but I, I do my best. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, if I did get a job, I'd probably go back to like programming or something like that. But I, but since last few years, I've just been stay at home dadding it. Programming like is in computer programming or programming is like you'd be like WJM TV news, you know. No, no, cult, cult stuff, like programming people, like we talked about the Jim oh, yeah, Jones stuff earlier. Oh, yeah, like we were doing, yeah. yeah. I was programming people. I don't know. I, I, I think the allure of uh, Diana has much more draw for people than Minnesota. You know, want to join a cult? Yeah, sure, that's kind of cool. I hate my life. My parents are idiots. Where do you want to go? Minnesota. I'm out. I think what the important thing is is that you just isolate people. And Minnesota has a lot of rural areas, so it's really just about having a compound and keeping others away from their family. Thinking just a little bit about this, Emma, just real quick. <laughs> just a little. Got a couple acres. <laughs> couple couple acres. Make sure that no one has ability to check email. Uh, that I uh, sort through all of the physical mail, and then redact parts of letters that I don't like. Oh, I'm having flashbacks to my time in prison. <laughs> Unjustly, by the way. But that's not the point. Oh, man. Is that something Is that something you can talk about? Or that you feel okay talking about? Because I never knew what that story was, but people would just, like, whisper it. What, the prison time? Yeah. Tax evasion. It's no big deal. Were you, did you have your Bowie knife? Yes. Okay. I had well. my Bowie knife with me. <laughs> I was in the IRS audit. I told that son of a bitch, come here, try and take it. You want to audit me? And you were She's, tapping it the whole time, weren't right. you? That's you're right. You are just tapping it. Next thing oh, I know, three oh. hots in a cot, baby. Oh, damn. <laughs> Tax evasion. You know, it wasn't so bad. I mean, you know. I was in minimum security. You know what the fence was? Don't step on the sidewalk. It was an old high school. It was a wonderful place. Had our own little dorm. It was great. One-on-one basketball. That's how Paul That's... and I met. He was one of my first pen pals. That's right. Really? He would write some of the, just, just some, he wrote some of the best haikus I ever heard in my life. It was unbelievable. Do you remember any of them, Paul? Man, that, yeah. Prison for you. Wait, what's a haiku? I forget. How many how many syllables? Seven syllables, baby. It's five seven five, I think. Five seven five? five seven, I thought it was just seven. I don't know. I just don't pay that much attention. Five, five seven five. Let's right. see what you can do. Prison for you right now. No, wait, syllables. Prison for you now. <laughs> These are for people who have muted very, the show. Very and Lightning. When See, will it? this all end? <laughs> In the butt. In the butt. In the butt. There you go. Oh my God. Yes, and I do know how to do high yes, <laughs> Have you? Well no, done. You're on. Paul, you're always doing something. Me, I'm just a wannabe. I just act like I. <laughs> and then. You're uh, you're still with Burnside, right? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're um, we're still great group. You guys have been together how many years? Well, not six, six years. Six, yeah, it was like going to the now. shows there. That was that was some of my favorites. There was two people on your team I didn't like. I still don't, but <laughs> not that I dislike them. I just I'm like I I can read them. I just know where they're gonna go, and I'm like ah oh, whatever. But I you uh, know you and, and you and uh, oh there's another guy. I can't think of his name right now. I can think of his name. I'm just not gonna say it. That's fair. I'm trying don't. to get him on the let's, show. Let's not Cuts. name those people. No, we're not naming <laughs> folks. We're not naming anybody. But a great ensemble. It is a great. You guys do good shows. You really do good shows. Well, thank you. We. I think. I think we've definitely spent enough time together that we can fuck around and not. Oh yeah, the energy you, you know. guys got. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was on these. I was on these sublet teams, Paul. We last about six months. We went through coaches. Like I used to go back, I used to go through packs of cigarettes when I was in prison. I'm telling you, it was like somebody would coach. That's how I, you know, really got to know Matt. Not really. We just, hi. No, no, but, I, uh, I just. No, he was one. Of, was, he was one of our coaches. You, you were a fun coach too. And I was only coach. there. I was only there long enough for Christopher to get through his cigarettes, and then I left. I was like, <laughs> fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, this. yeah, I'm yeah. gone. Shit. Yeah. I could be living in Minnesota pike fishing. Oh, man, I'm so gone. I'm going to be, like, warping young minds. It's going to be great. <laughs> you have to start your own improv troupe up there. Oh, they've got so much. They've got Minneapolis, right? Because isn't that where Huge Theater is? And, like, uh... Dudley Riggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, like, a ton. Yeah, oh. Dudley Riggs. That's that's where Mo Collins came out of. Dudley Riggs uh, in Minneapolis, I believe. Hmm. They are oh, well. Yeah. They are well represented in uh, in, in Minneapolis. So I've, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go someplace. You don't go anywhere in the winter time. You buy you buy a season ticket, and that's the exact amount of time you spend in the theater. Is the whole winter season because you get there, you don't want to go back outside. That's fair. That's why I carry uh, a Bowie knife. I could just you know like the uh, the Andes Mountain. I just you know I'll carve a little off. I'm going to survive. I'm not going to worry about it. It's yeah, yeah. It's all about it's all about eating uh, the the fat of your kill. After a while, <laughs> see, it's the protein yeah. mix that you you know healthy. Yeah, Sick addiction. It's it's called keto now. I think that's how it works. Yeah, we call it Hannibal Lecter back in my day. Just a little, just a little something. Tomato, tomato. It's it's the same. Vado, vado. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Potato. When do we get to talk about aliens, though? Right now. You know, I was just okay. getting ready to go, hey, wow, what a shirt. Right. Flyover comedy, which you weren't involved with, but what Wasn't. the heck. It was a good thing. I actually got to do something. We were talking about that. We'll play that in the outtakes. Paul's going, we don't have outtakes. We don't edit anything on this show. <laughs> There's no editing going There's on. There's no editing. We just talk. We had one of the guys up, and he's like going, hey, I got it. I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead and take a leak. I don't care. We'll talk. We'll keep talking. We don't give a shit. 
no commercial breaks. That's why we, you know, why I wear brown pants we're, and he wears, or you wear brown pants and I wear black pants. Just, we just go right here, right during the show. We just go right in our pants. Right there. We don't give it. I'm, I'm sitting on a portable camping uh, poop chair right now. I'm going all the time. That's pretty good. You got any marshmallows yeah. too? Yes. Mm, just a second. Nope. Just a handful of poops. Just a handful. <laughs> nice a handful. measurement, pal. Yeah. Yeah, well, that... Uh, okay, so tell me something. I, you know, I don't care. Tell me. What? What about and, aliens? Okay. What, what do you want to talk about? Oh, well, hey, okay, the Air Force just came out with a whole bunch of... Well, not just. It's been out for a little while, but, like, all of these these flying saucers, dirt, dirt, what do they call them? Uh, not UFO. They have a specific name for them. It's like WAP or something. I don't know. Um, Racist. <laughs> hey, that a U boat? That's a no my boat. <laughs> they, but they have they have this. It was basically just like, oh, here, here's video footage of like uh, this thing on our that we couldn't track while we were running around with our F. 35s or whatever type of plane that they go fly around now. I don't know. I find it fascinating. I find it fascinating. Does, does anybody else get into these conspiracy theories like with Project Blue Book and like all that like crazy alien stuff? Area I'm just, 51, I'm just, all that? Yeah, yeah. Area 51. Like how, how, I mean, Paul, you're in Las Vegas. Like that's got to be like a, a common subject that pops up. Right? Well, yeah, Doesn't everybody I mean, talk about that? Not really, because I feel like, I mean, it's 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 been it's in the ethos, not not the UFOs, of course, but the the subject has really been coming up a lot lately because of all the you know the stuff that they've declassified. But but we are in Vegas, but it's almost like we're far away enough from Area Fifty One that it's not like you know people don't come to to Las Vegas to talk about Area Fifty One. Of course, the ones that that want that will will drive out to Area Fifty One or to the area out there, but it's it, but I think just in general, uh, you know, they did a. I have a friend on Clubhouse again, Clubhouse, uh, Patrick, who does Patrick's Playhouse, and and has been doing a stage reading of Galaxy Quest, and part oh, of nice. that, he's had a UFO expert, a UFOologist, I think is maybe what they're called, and. Um, from MUFON? Did they come from MUFON? I, you know what? They, they, he may have, or he might have his own organization, but he was very knowledgeable. So any of these questions that you would have, this is the, this is your guy that would answer them. And and so so we did like you know uh, they did like uh, the first quarter of the movie or the first third of the movie, and then this guy ended up talking for about two or three hours, fielding questions and talking about you know all the documents that had been released, and it was actually pretty interesting he held the room for, for for about two hours just talking about you know <laughs> ufos and what's going on that was all so mind meld. that's how okay I mean, he held the room he was just like <laughs> if you if you get on you will move to minnesota find some like-minded people <laughs> right oh man i just the thing is is like i i sort of grew my mom was like really we used to watch star trek and stuff like that and so like the whole I mean, out in rural Iowa, it was really the only things you had to think of were like cows and if aliens would come take you away to a better life. So that was it. And where I. The hell is the, where in the hell is there urban Iowa? 
that there I mean there is but it's all around like there's two no maybe three larger urban areas but they're all centered around colleges I went up so, and I used to go to Des Moines and yeah. go up there on business and I would Des Moines is there. like they drive slow they just and I was asking and they'll do all the lanes I hate that left hand get out of the lane, get out of the lane. And I was driving, and I'm like, how come you got, you know, I'm thinking, oh, there must be an accident up the highway the first time I'm there, second time I'm there. Nope. No. Nope. They're doing like 45, and it says 65, on the, and I'm like, Oh, it doesn't you... say 65. It will say 60? 55. 55? No, 50, 55 was like the fastest they would, whenever I was growing up in Iowa, 55 was like the fastest you could go, even on like four-lane roads. And I think within the last... Five ten years, they changed it to sixty five on interstate. Well, sixty five is in you know it's like money. Back in your day when you were a kid, that was the fifty five. Sixty five now. But I asked somebody, I'm like, <laughs> what the hell goes on here? You guys don't. Hey, would, are you going that way? That's my girl. I said, do you guys? What's the deal? They're like, it's Des Moines. I'm like, yeah. And they go, there's nothing else. I, so we're in no rush to go anywhere because they're not leaving. They, the guys, like we don't. <laughs> When we get to the city limits, there's nothing. Well, and, and not only that, like, I think in the back of everyone's mind, they're just preparing to pop over the hill and have, like, a combine in front of them because that happens more often on any road in Iowa than anything else. You'll pop over a hill, and there'll just be a tractor there, and you'll be like, oh, I guess I'm dead now. I don't know any way around this situation other than, pushing on the brakes and hoping I don't die. I, <laughs> it's it's just you. the way it is. Like, <laughs> So you guys down in Iowa just started, thank you. Oh, we got a hand in there that time. Look at that, more little coffee. Reveal. We're, we're going to work this all year long. Yeah. Maybe an elbow next time. It'll be wonderful. Hey, uh, guys, uh, I'd hate to do this, but uh, I, I am going to have to duck out because I, I have to go to, uh, well, I've got to work on a couple auditions and then I have to go to uh, another place, another friend's house. So, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for 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 you know dropping by just for a moment before you go hang with your Hollywood crowd. Yeah, I have more important people to go see. I'm so that's just the way it works. I understand. I understand. We don't have. A, I I I have no problem with me on the pecking order. I'm good with that. And well, but you're coming with me. You know, as soon as I make it, you're my you're my valet. Valet. Um, Food you know what? You laughed when I. I'm gonna call up. You didn't watch the show. You don't know anybody. I'm gonna call up Jeff and Randy, and we're just gonna write the valet. And what was what the hell was what was the one show? Uh, good man, this ages you. I don't know people. They were actors. It's like one of the girls from was it uh, Charlie's Angels, the original. She did the Scarecrow and Mrs. Something or whatever. The Scarecrow and Mrs. King. That's no, what I. The, the Scarecrow. Yeah. I think it was, was Mrs. It? King. No. Yeah, I'll just get Randy yeah. and Jeff to write up the valet and Mr. Vado. The, the valet and Mr. Vado, that's right. You know. Food Wrangler. Food Wrangler, tag along. I'm not going to reveal what else I've done in my lifetime. <laughs> just bring that Bowie knife. Oh, I will. Tap, just tap it. I'm going to shine it. it up. I'm going to get me a stone. I'm going to put an edge on that thing. Yes, sir. We're going to talk to you. I want to move to Texas with my boy now just so I can look at people and go, get off my land. <laughs> my land. Get off my land. All right. 
All right, get so out of I here, pal. See you guys, man. Hey, hey, thanks for thank stopping in. Hey, it was thanks great meeting you, and I'd love to talk me. more improv with you. No, we'll, we'll get back to Vegas time. or something, or you know. I'll be back next week. I'll, right. I'll probably be back in a few days. All okay. right, thank you guys. Good luck, man. We'll see you. Yeah, thank you. All right, wait for it. Man, I thought he'd never leave. Oh, I'm so glad he's gone. He puts a lot of pressure on me. Oh, we have wow. we have production notes after the show. I call him up. I'm like, quit, quit, quit doing that. And he's like, he won't answer the phone. It's, he goes, I'm I carrying can... you, pal. I'm like, that's a lot of dead weight. I I felt that. I felt that. Could you feel you. the pressure? That I think the the bromance is waning a little bit. It's 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 not to the escalation of Martin Lewis yet, but it could be big. It could be up. You know, I really thought it was me, and then and now I feel actually a lot better knowing that you you felt it was you. You know so. what? It, well, and, and, and I look, I'm I get where you're coming from. I really do because you're the first handsome guest we've had on. Most of the other people were just plain. I mean, not ugly, but they were just plain and uneventful. Yeah. You, my friend, you have a charisma. It's okay. like just a little radioactive glow. <laughs> it's just wonderful what you do. <laughs> Let's get back to aliens, though, now. Paul's yeah. gone. I don't have to put up with the Hollywood. Hey, hey, good luck with the show. Fantastic. I'll carry your luggage. Beverly yeah. will share. Uh, so your mom was into aliens? Oh, yeah, yeah. My mom was totally in. I mean, I don't know if she, like, believed in them, believed in them, but, like, she wanted them to be real. Like... <laughs> It was definitely like part of our. We would just talk about like, oh yeah, let's let's hope these aliens like come down and like talk Star Trek and stuff. Well, now was it like the Star Trek kind of stuff, or was this like? I mean, do you, well, let me. Do you believe in aliens? Or are you just like I, talking I, about them? Do no, you think I, there could I, be something else out there? Oh well, it, do I think something could be else could be out there? Yes, definitely. I also think there's a very good chance that we're all just consciences in a mainframe or that it, everything is just how it is right now and nothing else is different. I, I don't know, but if we're talking about what ifs, I am I will go down any rabbit hole. I will go down. Like, oh, I'll play what if all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am I'm definitely very easily on the if uh, if a UFO goes into your backyard like you get on the ship like that's that's just what you do like <laughs> you might as well because they could take you either way i mean oh, why not they just send down the green beam yeah 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 but i want uh i want the ship like the enterprise i don't i don't want the flying saucer with the green beam coming out the one that was on at spielberg that's why that company got in business making those loans he was probably praying his brother-in-law to make that here, put the ladder down. Et will be like, "Come on, how much do we need to finish, Steve? Two million. Oh, go see, uh, go see Matt Martin and those guys. They'll, they'll loan us the money. They'll get paid." They love, yeah, I didn't get paid for that either. So I just like so, showed up. So, and so, did so work. for like eight years, did you get a dollar? I mean, besides selling the oranges on the off ramp in San Diego, did you ever make a buck or just enjoy life? You know, mostly it was just moving strange packages to one place to another and not really knowing what was in them. Uh, that was most of it. Not a big deal, man. 
yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I mean, no, it was not. no. That's how I, yeah. I well, you know, if you want to cross over to that, I you know, I'll 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 open another page. I won't open the whole book up to everybody, but I actually pled down to tax evasion. Well, there you it go. Was, it was you know, a moving company, two guys and a mule. I was the mule, but God, I miss Mexico. Anyway. <laughs> What are you doing this winter? I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to surf. That's what I'm doing. I'm surfing in Mexico. You know, and then I would go to, you know, South America. They're like, why don't you go to Minnesota? I'm like, there's snow in Bolivia too, my friend. <laughs> I don't like that it. Was, that was the one thing that was really funny in San Diego. San Diego, they launder so much money through that town. It is insane. Like, how come the zoo isn't free? I don't know. You got me there. I think it's just to keep out people they don't want. I, I, went I to, really I, think that's it. What were you down there? A couple of years in San Diego? Yeah, yeah, just like a year. I, li- year I and like a half or San Diego. Else. San Diego. When I went out there, it was just uh, we were taking a cruise off whatever. Went to Catalina Island. Saw over Redenbacher's house. What a thrill that was. <laughs> take these things but it was pretty cool the the coolest thing though was that the I, and I don't know if it's changed because it was you know longer than 10 years ago we see a fighter pilot whatever or a plane we didn't actually see the guy he wasn't like hey you know, but pull out of the hangar <laughs> and he comes down the highway and makes a right at the light and then goes back that was how they got onto the runway And I'm like, okay, I've got faith in this government protecting me now. Really? And I'm like, you know, then I'm like, son of a bitch. What's the matter? You ain't got a signal? He had his little hand out the window like that. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's doing this. He's He's like, is it left? bicycle <laughs> yeah came out, no seriously though but came up but the town was a great town they actually switched i think places with st louis population wise and all that stuff and everything i like the zoo i love the zoo here when i go into the mothership uh i'm i'm leaving a certain amount of money to the zoo i always enjoy the zoo around here and it's free and it's a great zoo so i want them to have have uh have uh keep that going but you know somebody asked me when we were in San Diego because I remember watching Carson he used to have I think it was a guy maybe a girl once in a while and he would have the the, the animals from San Diego they would bring them up from the San Diego Zoo yeah, and yeah. I was like oh I gotta go just because it was cool kid growing up watching that kind of stuff and they were like 15 bucks I'm like I'll go back <laughs> home I can't go to your zoo see your caged animals Oh, man. Well, I, I always thought the really cool thing, because so I lived, like, right downtown. There was, uh, or, well, yeah, it was right right downtown, like, really close to the convention center and, and all, and the, and the, and, um, was it the Pirates that are in San Diego? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, and right, right next to there. So we'd walk down to that field, and they'd have, like, it was, like, Petco Park or something like that whenever I was down there, and they'd have, like, this open area where you could like take your dog and like watch a baseball game. And that was just, that was like really cool just to like walk around that downtown area and, and, and hang out. But like the thing that always was really funny about that area is that there would be these artsy places 
that were never open. Like they'd have like clothing in them, but they would never be open or there would be Photoshop areas that were never open. So either someone was using them as some sort of staging area where it was a private staging area or they were just funneling money through that place. You know, it was, it was such a weird, a weird thing to like be witness to. And, you know, I'm a peon, I know nothing, but that's that's why I'm getting into Bitcoin now because that's how you're going to launder money anymore is electronically. Nobody carries cash. I carry cash. It's like doggy coin. You're gonna... I don't get the Bitcoin thing. My son was talking <sighs> about me. We're going to invest in Bitcoin. Uh, I don't I know how that's an investment. It, it I... just seems like it's a service. It seems like it's a, a, an easy way of moving currency from one thing to another, but it doesn't seem like a, it's an investment. It does... Yeah. There's there's no nation behind it. I mean, no. if someone knocked down the servers tomorrow, your money's you go. gone. That's Who just cares? it. Yeah. I'm getting a high sign. Key's like, hey, how long are you going to go? Oh, that's good. <laughs> she's like, oh, you want co-? She's checking for coffee. Usually she gives me the eye. She's like, you talk how many? How you many like did you get sign? through so far? Three. Well, Key's it's good there. coffee, just saying. It's great coffee, just saying. It's great Thank coffee, you. just I'm a son of a bitch. No, God. no, no. That, you know what? I, I, I'd expect that from some of the some of the uh, other cast members of Sideburn. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I get that wrong? Uh, you know. You know what? No, sarcasm. That's... You and I wear it so well. We go to the big and tall shop of sarcasm. <laughs> I, 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 I wear the size. jacket and the trench coat of sarcasm. There you go. That's no. so. I'm, I'm amazed. I think that's cool. Your mom was like. And aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, so we, we, we definitely got into it, but now I'm on to Bitcoin now because I'm like, so, so I like just since I'm going to jump ship on this one. Okay. Uh, I really like blockchain. I like the idea of blockchain. What the hell is that blockchain? That seems cool. Blockchain is what Bitcoin is based off of. So it's oh, okay. the technology that Bitcoin's based off. I don't like Bitcoin. I don't like the idea of, of, that being called an investment that bothers me i don't i don't get well, that it bothers me too i mean i don't get it how is that an investment if if if, if a bitcoin is five dollars how's it going to go up to 650 or whatever i don't get it's just people pushing money into the system and then them taking that value and inflating it right because it, it's just that's all that's all it is but i like the idea of blockchain because blockchain seems like a really good ledger system to keep track of who owns what so that seems great for stuff like uh artists keeping uh rights to their to their images and like different different things like that but the whole bitcoin thing like ugh, i my brain just rolls over every time i try to think of that as money well you bring that up i was talking one of the shows about he's on something and it's not Bitcoin. What the hell is it? Something you register. It's actually a, a kind of a game right now, but you can register all your stuff like that. If you've uh, written a story, you've published something, a song, comedic act, whatever, and like then that, somebody buys it. Like the NFT stuff? Or is it yeah. like... Yeah, it's, it's yeah, something, yeah. and I cannot remember the name of it uh, because half the time Paul's not that worth listening to. Um <laughs> But um, 
but he was talking about it. And so, yeah, so if you put, well, like your story, which I did read, by the way, and that's the only mention I'm going to talk about it. Kind of oh, freaked me out, but it was a good story. That's fair. I, I like that. Oh well, thank you. No, it really was. It was quite interesting. I, I, I was in, I was intrigued. Uh, we'll tell people so they can follow you around and read some of the stories. You got more up on there? Is I uh, for a second? That's not, the only I mean, one? I've got I've got like a couple, but I mostly just cool. just my own dumb stuff that I I've been compiling. I liked it. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna get back to the, but it's it's something you sign up for. So you do your story goes up and you own it but you put it on this page or whatever you want to call it. I buy your story and you say the story's worth two grand. You sell it, but you can't ever cash out the money right now. So mm. it's kind of like a game. So then you get more famous and I sell your story that you still get a percentage. You get a commission off it basically. So you say the commission's 10%. So I buy your story. You get 10% after I sell it. So you get more famous, $5,000. You get paid. I sell it to somebody else. It keeps going. But again, he says, well, you can't cash out. And I'm like, we call that make-believe where I live. Yeah, like, where's the where's my money's at then? But, but I, I mean, I, I, can, I can see that idea, especially if there was ever a chance of... I mean, so much of that stuff is just, well, it might make money someday. I'm like, okay, maybe. Hey, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it might... It definitely might. I mean, who whoever thought that people would be making so much money off of Bitcoin after it bottomed out a year ago? Oh, I know. Now they're well. I you know I used to when uh, always would think of the weird. You know, a lot of people do. Like I'm the only one. I just patented it. That was it. Was patents? Was was ideas? You know, if they did this, and I would come up with these things. And this was long before Shark Tank, my friend. I didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> And I come up with these dumbass ideas. And they weren't dumbass ideas. I called my million-dollar ideas. And my wife would be like, what are you doing? Write down another million dollars. This is going to be great. You know, when you, and I'll give you an example. You dry dishes because you, you take care of the household now, right? You yeah. don't dry yeah. them. So, you know, you got too much in the dish drainer. So you put that, that uh, dishcloth off. You know, so you put the glasses on there. Well, they touch the cloth. So they always fog up inside. Mm. So I took chopsticks put them in there so you had a little bit of a lift million dollar idea a couple other things like that I would do these she's like you're never going to do anything so one day back in the day when you used to get mail mail I got some catalog how, how I used to be on mailing lists for some of the stuff I got I don't know and this was like a cat and I'm like I came up with that I, these were like all the loser ideas that somebody invested their hard-earned money at, and somebody bought a warehouse, and we were just like, we'll sell it to you. It was nine ninety nine as seen on TV. You get it for $1.99 and 50 cents shipping. And there was all this stuff in there. How to dry your gloves. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe my dad might have, like, bought all of those things. <laughs> all of those you, ideas you know, there's, there's that you didn't get money off of. There's a section... In stores now, as seen on TV, it's actually an aisle. I I remember that, but I haven't been in a store for like a year, so I I don't I have no idea. I've really bunkered down this last you year. Have. I have not. You said you're yeah. still locked down. We are locked down. We are. I mean, we're all vaccinated now. Well, except for my daughter and my son. But like, yeah, we really locked down when this pandemic happened because. Hey. We didn't need to be out in public, so we just didn't. 
And, and so we're like, all right, well, we're both introverts. We don't really care about talking to people. So let's just shut the doors and, and just have people deliver us food and, you know, 60 pounds later. And that's where we're at. You wear it well. <laughs> Thank you. Looks good on you. Magic Mike X6. <laughs> Lady. I got this going too, you know, that little, uh, that little Latino thing. You know, pull that out. Nice. Hold on, I'm making myself out. I can eat my handkerchief. It's sweaty in here. Turn the thing. No, I, I don't know. Are you, well, now that, now that things are turning around, are you going to venture out? Are you going to stay well, locked down? No, we, we've got some stuff planned, like, to at least see family. But at first, we were just, I mean, because my parents are pretty old. I mean, they're older, and you know. And so we were like, but they're also in a rural area. So everybody around them were like, mm, we don't care about diseases because nothing ever comes here. Not people, not diseases. Um, and then a few people died around around that area. And then they all got scared for like a month. And then they went back to not wearing masks. Uh, but this up. I'm turning myself on. Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, dear. So they got masks. So yeah. you're going to see them and everything else? Yeah, we're going to see them. But you we're guys got vaccinated, right? Yeah, yeah, we got vaccinated because uh, we already had our kids. And, you know, it's okay if we go sterile. Really? <laughs> you're not going to have a, one more? I'd no, like to see no, more no, of the no, Martin no. family. No, no, we're done. We're oh, That's we're it? Just, so just, the, just the two? Just the two humans. I can't. I'm not a good enough father to do any more than that. I, I'm barely holding on as it is. Like, I'm, I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not a good role model. I can't, I can't hold on. You're fine. That's cool. Did, yeah, do you, so you, you have a son, right? Do you have any others? I, I know you talk about your son. No, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. That's that's, uh, he, so, was our, he was our gift. We, my wife went through a terrible, terrible pregnancy. And he came in. He is. He. He. She went on. So she got. I don't know. Uh, obviously, I was there, but she got pregnant. Uh, and I think in the. I, you know what? She's going to look at this, going, "You don't know anything. You don't remember anything of the hardships I went through." You married me. That was the biggest hardship you had to do. Um, she went into preterm labor early on. Oh. And oh, then man. she was okay. And then I got a call that she went in again and she was on bed rest for 30 days. Her feet did not hit the floor. Uh, and he was still born six weeks early. And uh, yeah, it came out and the bed rest helped. And, and uh, so he was a tiny little thing. He was a little George Hamilton because uh, he had uh, jaundice. And uh, so we had to put him under these Billy Rubin lights. Have you ever heard of this? The, like the so blue we, lights? Yeah. The, so we get yeah, this yeah, little yeah. thing, and we got to put these little things on him. You know, they Velcroed on the side, and he's there. And I'm like, you're like, you know, I'm sending pictures of George Hamilton going, I got your replacement, because he was just like, oh. I got him a little silver dish to hold up so he got that nice tan there. But oh. no, and, and so honestly, we we were planning, I don't know if we were planning, but we had talked about possibly more. After all we went through, which was a blessing, uh, by December, I was walking into my doctor's office going, let's go. <laughs> We're done, baby. Yeah. Well, I'm done. 
Yeah. There's no way I would go through that. My wife, the same thing she is. She is, seriously, I mean, the, what, what we had to go through, but especially what she had to go through. But, I mean, now my son is, uh, it came out okay. He was, what was he? And it, he came out a heavier weight being six weeks early. He was uh, eight pounds, I think, when he was born or whatever. Now he's he's 6'4" doing bodybuilding competition or will be hopefully at the end of the year Bang. so yeah good kid good kid but i'll tell you what would freak me out right so we're in the we're in the labor delivery room and my wife's she's five nine she's small frame and she was all belly right and this nurse comes in and you know push and i'm standing there holding her hand we didn't even have the fact the day she went in labor we were supposed to take lamaze class so I'm just winging it from all the things I saw on these shows. Push, baby, breathe. You know. And the gal's like, we got to get the baby to move. And she starts basically, like, she took her arms on her belly, almost like a rolling pin, and she's pushing. And I'm like, you're going to smash my kid's face. Don't do that. You know, and she's pushing everything else. And my wife was, <laughs> she was all, I'm going to do this naturally. And then she was getting into pain. She's like, is it okay if I have an epidural? I'm like, shit, get me one too. Hook us both up. We got to, yeah, do an epidural. But then, uh, but what was funny was, because they had to put him in ICU. And it was tough. And I go and look at him, and, you know, there's other little kids and I, you know, in the thing, and he's got a scar up here. He had, they had to put an IV in and everything, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, oh, my God. One, I'm in love, and two, I'm going, he doesn't have nipples. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my, what, 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 what is this, what, how do you, you know? and that was the first thing. And I'm like, and, and, and the nurse who my wife knew, from high school or something because she works at the hospital. And I'm like, my kid doesn't have nipples. She goes, oh, well, they're like the, the lung area. This area is the last to develop, so that would have happened in that six weeks. You'll be okay. Because I'm thinking, I'm already through the phone book going, i got to get a tattoo guy. Get some areolas. <laughs> and it, just, it, was, it was just, I'm like, oh, you know, poor kid can't take a shirt off. Oh, man, that's really funny. The, we, our second, the our, whenever my son was born, so I've got two kids, uh, and my son was born, so I was producing um, Compass Improv Festival, and he was born, like, the night that that finished. Oh. So it, it was, we had our, our last night of the festival. My wife was there. She, she watched uh, the, the headliner. Uh, I think it was Taryn Rance for that one. And, and, you know, it was, cause it was getting up to the, it was getting up to like the last, the last bit. And, and I was like, Hey, why don't you come out and see this? Cause I think it'll be really funny and it would be nice for you to get to do something before you're basically stuck at home with a kid for a while. And she's like, okay, hey, I'll come out. So we watched that, went home. I cleaned everything up with the rest of Compass, the whole Compass Improv team got home. My wife and I are talking and then she, we're like, talking about like Billie Eilish or something like that, like something real dumb that you like will stick in your memory forever. And then she looks at me and she goes, I think I'm having contractions. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah. And then, and then we, we were like, okay, well, um, and my, my mom was at home, was, was staying with us because we knew we were getting right up to it. So she watched my daughter and we drove to the hospital and we get there 
and they get us all like in the room and stuff and then and then they're like they they check out my wife and they're like i don't know it doesn't seem like you're ready to to go it seems like i think we'll just send you home and she's like oh okay and then her water breaks right there <laughs> yeah it was like Oh, I guess we're not going home now since you're so you're and then like within like minutes my son's born. So they were going to they were going to kick us out. And then and then it was like, "Oh, well, I guess we'll just have the baby now." Why not? I I Yeah, oh. but how cool the story with that. But yeah, we're leaving the hospital. <laughs> we <laughs> I delivered you son on the side of the road till the yeah. firefighter to stay away. You were yeah, you, you know were, what I did? I called uh, I had a buddy of mine let me his bowie knife to cut the umbilical cord. <laughs> no, he kept asking me for twenty dollars though, yeah. which I immediately like pretended like I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. I'll I'll send that to your daughter and her sweet sixteen. That's fair. Twenty bucks. No. Your daughter's no. what eight? What's what is your what yeah. you know what, what, what I don't mind I don't I don't want to get too personal, but your wife's name is there you go. And and you have a son, well actually a daughter and then a son. What are their names? Uh Maya just, and <laughs> Oliver. You got to I don't remember. No, I was trying to decide if week. I was going to lie to you or not. That oh, was really all that okay. pause was. That's fine. It was a nice pause, but I saw through it. Yeah. Learn things in prison. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, that's cool. <laughs> well, I my I was was going to I was going to give you their middle names because uh it's it's plum and mango, which I, well, I find is fun. Oh, look at you flaunting your wealth, middle names. I know. Middle names for our children. Listen, we can't all be poor. No. no. I grew up poor. <laughs> I knew it, too. Yeah. They didn't let you have a middle name. I made name. way in life. I got my money made. Yes, sir. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> as he's tapping his, as he's tapping his Bowie knife. That's right. <laughs> Jeez. There you go. Are you, did you just flip sunglasses around just now on the? I did. I, were you going to break out in a blues tune, or you know, there you go. No. no. Are those eight? I'm, are those men in black glasses? They are. are. I'm just glasses? letting. I'm just letting like my eyes breathe for a second, so you can't see them because they they do the. They do that horical, uh, or horizontal or vertical lung thing that they do on Men in Black, and I just I needed that moment. You need to, that moment just to relax. Just to breathe. Not... Yeah, just just to take a deep breath, and then I, and then off, and I'm good. And you're right. You're good to go. Yeah. Good to go. Well, listen, how are we doing on time? You're talking too long. Okay, I can take a hint from those guys. I'm my yeah. own production, but it's just, it's just a one-man show. Was that Kim? I'm supposed to leave right now. Right now, you're, you're having a third child. To... What? <laughs> it is a miracle. You guys live on 54th Street. Look that one up. Like, how do you work in a Christmas reference already? A Christmas reference. You ever know? I, I'll go back and they send me the files to this show. And I did theater, I did all that stuff, and I never do my voice exercises before. And as I'm talking, you're kind of like going, wow. She's going, hey, you're at an hour 15, you only pay for an hour, get the hell out of here. So, uh, <laughs> but, and then I'll listen to myself on the show, and you're like, dude, you mush mouth so many words. I have to oh. sit here and talk like this. Uh, anyway. But we are a little over time. 
and I'm not uh, paying extra because Votto never kicks in. Son of a bitch. What about those two dollars you're going to tip them with? You can't just throw them that and have them be grateful. No, they're always grateful. Okay. You know what? No, actually, Keys, she sits back there. She's outside sometimes. She is one of the. Well, they're all great. Everybody here at the studio. Well, you know, you know Denman. I really didn't want to give him a name mention. Chris Denman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where we I, shoot I, I, it at. Is yeah. is his studio. Um, so, but the, the 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 folks he has here that does stuff, Key, and then there's a brand new. Well, she's not brand new because she's tall and kind of, you know, but she's new to the here. Like she just came out and started working on the board. Uh, Grace, she seems really nice too. You just tell it's good energy. The the and I say kids, and I know I'm older, but I shouldn't say that. The the young folk that work here, young folk, young folk. You can say that. Young folk, they good folk. You know what I let them do? I let them come on my land. But uh, no, they're good people. It's a lot of fun. Come on my land. Get up. <laughs> we don't like your parts around here. I don't know what the hell that means. We don't like your parts. You look like you're from Minnesota. You one of them cult people? Mm. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've been in the channel. Eh. Gotta watch eh. when you breathe. That's when you know. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. Anyway, hey, listen, listen. I'm gonna. I am gonna get out of here. We're gonna call it. But uh, come back another time, will you? Oh, and sure. we'll just play around. Is <laughs> the I gotta I gotta find out. Uh, well, like we've been serious this whole time. Uh, shop opening back up the improv shop in St. Louis. From what I from what I'm heard, they're they're planning on just doing a few things to just kind of. Ch- Wade into it kind of slow. Sure. Um, opening up the bar, and um, we've, we've talked about, you know, heard about the same news that everybody else has heard, but a- Andy's talked about like trying to get the doors open ish. Well, I'm so we far heard. on the outside there, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm not too, I'm not. I'm not part of the inner circle. If I want to be part of the inner circle, I'll move my ass to Minnesota. That's what we call my cult, the inner circle. I already got a guy working on merch for that. It's going to be great. I've spent all my money on your your snappy pigment coffee, so it would be nice to get some of that money back. Oh, I'm going to trust me. I'll give you a payback. Get you, a, get you a free bag. Oh, good. A free coffee bag? Yeah, free coffee. No, free coffee bag. I emptied it. Just the bag. I just make wallets out of the old bags. I do. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I have people send nice. I'm green, dude. I, I'm so... People look at me and they're like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm green. I recycle everything. Reduce? Reduce first and then reuse. Yeah. And then recycle. The reduce is the important part. Oh, it is. It is. That way the kids got something. There's not a carbon footprint. I love those terms, carbon footprint. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all methane myself. I'm I'm not I, I don't worry so much about like the carbon. I'm more of a like hard methane guy. You had me in math. But that's another yeah. story for another time. Yeah. Just got my caps in today too, but that you know, we won't go into that. Wanna get veneers, <laughs> but I just can't put the pipe down. Yeah, this will never play. Anyway, hey, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, thank you again for coming on. It was fun. It was good to see you. 
Uh, I miss yeah. going to the shop. I miss live theater. I, 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 it's this thing winds down. We'll see what goes on. But uh, I always did have a great time uh, watching you perform and loved having you as a coach and stuff. It was it was a good time. I miss it. I want to get back to it. I want to I want to do some more improv. Yeah, um, it'd be be nice to see some people, you know, getting up and stretching their wings on on stage again. I miss I, playing. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I I know some people were doing it online. Laura got a hold of me one time and said something about you know there was uh, Annie's doing a class. I just I I just like that um, live interaction. I mean, in the yeah. room energy. I just I really couldn't get into it. So I hope it I hope it comes back soon. I hope they start doing some stuff. I hope they let me back in. Um, <laughs> I think they'll take your money at least. If yeah, well, else. that's what I meant. I mean, two bounce checks, and they're all like, oh, I'm like, well, you know, I made it up on the spot. I acted like I had money in the account when I paid for these classes. <laughs> you were good, my friend. You were always, that's what I liked about you. You were a cash guy. You weren't like the other folks going, you got Venmo? What the fuck? No, I got a Bitcoin. I got one Bitcoin. I got one Bitcoin here. Hold on to it. It'll pay for the whole year. Yeah. I get it. But uh, I'm glad Paul dropped by. Glad he made a cameo. We're really up in this show. He puts the phone on mute. He's back there. I think he was ordering Grubhub. I don't know what he's doing. But he's doing some show. Once he makes it, though, You're like I tell everybody who comes on the show, though, I will never yeah. snub you. But I will always give you the, hey, how you doing? I won't talk to you in public. Not unless we're yeah. behind the curtain or something. No. Good. That's fair. Well, listen. Hey, thanks for coming on. It was fun. It really was fun. Thanks for playing. It was nice to get in and to have some some interaction like that. It was fun playing like that. Oh, but good. But me and, uh, well, I got to get home and shine this puppy up. Yes, big day tomorrow. You... I'm going to the bank for a loan. <laughs> <laughs> that ranch. That Think of buying good. Some, I'm thinking of buying some more cattle. But, oh, uh, get some longhorns. Yeah. Invest in them longhorns. Oh, I tell you what. Next thing you know, I get a longhorn. I have to get me a Cadillac, put it right on the front. I used to call. Not I never called on Texas. Never. Went down there after a two-year moratorium. I wasn't allowed in the state. That's another story for another time. True story too. Uh, <laughs> but went through Oklahoma, and I remember one time some guy was coming down on whatever the turnpike is. I don't know the Will Rogers Turnpike. Go 80 miles an hour. I'd see people get pulled over there doing 100. I'm like, you should be in, on your way to San Diego. They don't bother you. They don't. And uh, some guy passed, and it had to be probably a 67, 68 Cadillac. White, red leather interior. Had the Longhorn strapped to the thing. I'm like, I got to get me a pair of those. Did he look exactly like Boss Hog? Yeah, like pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Convertible. And I'm just like, but I'm going, dude, how cool are you? I just... He was going the other way. I wanted to turn around and follow him. Where'd you get that? Yeah. Where'd, where'd you get that, bud? Can I have it? Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a car. Pretty nice. <laughs> kind of looks like the same one Nick Dolte drove around in 48 hours. I helped produce that movie. Well, I got the loan for him. Anyway. All right. We're out of here. Come back another time, will you? We'll play some more. Oh, well. All yeah, right. Thanks for having me, sir. Oh, thanks. I really do appreciate it. And then we will catch up with you soon. Y'all, y'all. All right. Thank you. Hey, guys, this has been the latest episode of the Snappy Bigman uh, Just Saying Podcast with my co-host, Paul Votto, who just pops in and out now like a toaster pastry. Uh, doesn't spend the whole evening with our guest. And uh, my guest, Matt Martin, today from St. Louis, improviser, uh, 
dad extraordinaire and a writer. Uh, go to Reddit. I'm not even going to tell you the link. Just look up his stuff. It was kind of a cool story. It really was. But uh, that's it. So we will be on... Um, where the hell are we? Um, YouTube. That's where we put this up at. We put it on YouTube. I'm getting old. Uh, but I never forget. Uh, we're on YouTube in a couple of weeks. And then we'll be on all the audio podcasts. But, I mean, how could you pass up this handsomeness, right? I mean, this is like this is like a double treat, a snack cake right here. Beef snack cake. Yeah, we got it going, baby. Oh, yeah. We'll see you later. I get to do that voice. In a world where Matt Martin wore the flyover shirt and then pulled it down and the girls went crazy. This summer, see Matt Martin, Christopher Manso, and Paul Votto in Magic Mike 3, rated XXL. All right, good night. <laughs>